the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Friday Eve. It's Andrea K here, dynamite in a dress, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy like I do every night of the week, even, even on International Pepperoni Pizza Day. Glad to have you all here with me, whether you're listening on FM 96.1 in North County, AM 1170, on Facebook Live, or wherever. It's just always a joy and an honor to share this time with you all, especially when there's so much happening in the world and in our country. We are 47 days away from probably, I know we've said this so many times, but absolutely this is the most critical midterm elections that we have had in my lifetime and 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 I would argue in the history of the United States of America and I know that there's lots of different ways in which you can get your information and, and get informed and engage with other conservatives and other people and I just appreciate you guys wanting to spend a little time with me and you know who else I appreciate even on international pepperoni pizza day and every day it's the orange-fingered man himself, DJ Carrot Sticks. What do you think of DJ Carrot Sticks? I... Who? I don't know who that is. Are you excited about DJ Carrot Sticks <laughs> being on the Andrea K Show? Who the heck is that? What did you think of DJ Carrot Sticks' performance last night on the Andrea K Show? I have no idea. Sorry. We don't watch TV. He's on the radio. Not even on TV. DJ Carrot Sticks. One of the greatest DJs you've never heard of. Well, you know what? No, they've heard of you, baby. So I can't believe today's International Pepperoni Pizza Day. Well, I know, right? Well, Do I they guess, eat pizza in other countries. Yeah, I actually, I think it kind of originated in other countries, my friend. Here is the uh, question for you, as well as everybody out there on International or National Pepperoni Pizza Day. Not just Pizza Day, but Pepperoni Pizza Day. You like deep dish or you like thin crust? Neither. What? I like in between. I don't really like it deep or too thin. <laughs> Made me giggle just now. <laughs> okay, he likes like like, pepperoni. He likes it. In, he likes it in the middle. So, like, what was the what was the uh, the childhood story? The three bears, Goldilocks, Goldilocks, and the three bears. He does. He likes the bed not too not too hard, not too soft. He likes it right in the middle. I would love to hear from you guys on that incredibly important topic. 888-344-1170 or any other topic you want to chime in on. I'm glad we can start the show with a laugh because I got to tell you, all I have been, you know, I've been saying this all week. I have been as angry, if not angrier, about this Kavanaugh coup 
of the Supreme Court by the left were using the battering ram of a woman with unfounded accusations as pretty much anything that I can remember politically. It is so cynical. It is so toxic. It is so fundamentally unfair. And, and I use that word specifically because let's recap what happened here. She was never – Diane Feinstein in the 11th hour comes forth with some letter, redacted letter, by the way, only parts of a letter of some unnamed woman alleging that Brett Kavanaugh supposedly assaulted her. In the 11th hour, she'd been sitting on this letter for 70-something days, I think almost two months. This woman, she was never – Never supposed to go public and certainly not to ever have to answer a question. So what Dianne Feinstein, what the the play was, was that this woman was going to, and I said this before using this analogy, this woman ran up with that Antifa mask on her face, dropped a bomb and ran off. This was supposed to Kavanaugh then and the GOP. Kavanaugh was supposed to Herman Cain the situation and run off. The GOP was supposed to Roy Moore the situation and step away from him like they did with Roy Moore and the whole thing was supposed to collapse. The midterms were going to supposed to take place. They were going to take control and even if they didn't take control of the House and or the Senate, they would at least um, <clears throat> delay this confirmation, and then then they would say, "Well, we got to wait to the new Senate. Uh, uh, you know, the new Congress goes into place in January, and hopefully, you know, just just completely, basically, subvert the will of the people." But what happened was. And what uh, Feinstein and the left didn't count on was the fact that uh, she wanted to be heard. Oh, well, she, this woman just deserves to be heard after she after her identity was leaked, which, um, you know, for her to say that she never wanted to go public. Some people said, well, if she never wanted to go public. Why was she meeting with an attorney? Um, that, that was the backup plan. I don't think that she ever intended to go public, um, but the immediately the left does what they oh she's supposed to be heard she she deserves to be heard. So then the Republicans are like okay, Kavanaugh's like okay, let's hear her. Oh well, how dare you bully her into saying she must be heard? So because she never wanted to be heard, she never wanted to have to answer any questions because her story never had any credibility from the jump. You don't wait thirty six years, then wait until the eleventh hour. She can't, she can't even remember what year it is. So now, because her story was incredible, and then because she was backing off and refusing to come and answer any questions, then it was, well, we're going to move on. So she knew that the only way at that point that they could try to, try to you know, um, salvage the situation was now for her to come forth. And say, okay, well, you know, I, I'm, I'm willing to, first she says, for, it's, it's all a delay tactic to try to avoid having to answer questions because she knows she can't answer them. So it, first it was, well, I will come forth, but only if the FBI does an investigation. Well, I would encourage everybody to Google and read the letter that Grassley sent to Dianne Feinstein and others outlining exactly, uh, because it, there's, there's a lot of mistruths going around about the FBI. Oh, well, the FBI conducted an investigation about Anita Hill. Read this letter that Grassley has sent to the, to the ranking members and to the other Senates on the uh, Senate Committee on the Ju- Judiciary, in which he explains the difference that Anita Hill, first of all, they were federal employees. Second of all, the FBI only conducted a cursory review at that point because it was private information. That was before anything was made public. And then all they do is uh, then they just refer the information to the Senate. It is not the FBI's job to investigate a, a, a criminal activity that supposedly happened with teenagers years before. That's not their jurisdiction, number one. It's the Senate's job under the Constitution 
Constitution to advise and consent. That's not the FBI's job. Congress is not going to outsource that to the FBI, and they're not going to do it, certainly, even if there was jurisdiction, like uh, uh, this happening at a federal building or with federal employees. It would not happen after it was made public. And once it was made public, Anita Hill... Within five days, was sitting before Congress. All this delay stuff is nonsense. Shame on them for trying to pull this. Oh, this is just too soon. How can forty years? How can forty years be too soon? And she's been lawyered up somehow uh, for supposedly for months. So now she says, "Okay, well, I'll come out and talk, but only if it's fair, and the conditions are fair." Well, isn't that just so typical of the left? How long have we been hearing and putting up with the left trying to push this nonsense of fairness? We all know that with the left, there's never anything. Liberalism is about control. And and, And it's about the unequal and the way they try to gain control. It's about the unequal treatment of people under the false guise of equality so that they can control the outcome. In this case, the unequal treatment is towards the accused, Kavanaugh. In what way has this been fair to him? It wasn't fair to him that this woman, if she thinks something untoward happened to her, that she waited 36 years. It was not fair to him that Diane Feinstein sat on this letter. And then when she put forth the letter, that she held back parts of it. The 64 other members who had meetings with him didn't get an opportunity to ask him questions about it. It wasn't fair that the accuser tried to hide after heaping this unfounded shame on this man. He's supposed to bear public shame of being considered guilty. And by the way, how fair is it that he right now in the court of public opinion has basically been hung by the the public and being considered guilty until it without even having an opportunity to face his accuser? How is that fair? How is it fair that he is supposed to, being considered guilty, he's supposed to bear that shame publicly, as well as his wife and his daughters, while this accuser supposedly thinks that she had the right to hide? Where, how is that fair? She's not, and how is it fair for her to act as though she gets some kind of special, she gets some kind of special procedure? You know, Grassley bending over backwards, offering her a public hearing, a private hearing. We'll send, we'll send this little team to meet you anywhere. He's not getting that treatment. There's nothing fair about this process. They don't seek fairness. They don't seek fairness at any point with liberalism. There's no fairness going on in our colleges. There, it, it, the, everything about identity politics, and that's what's at the core of this, is about treating conservatives and men, whatever group that they want to alienate, whatever group that they want to suppress, gets treated unequally and gets discriminated against. And that's what's going on here with him. And what are these conditions that she wants to put forth? See, the liberals, their idea of fairness is them getting control to control the circumstances, suppressing people that they want to diminish so that they can control the outcome. And the outcome that they want to control here is they want Kavanaugh, the confirmation, to be out. So she's going to get to decide what's fair. We've already seen that the process isn't fair. And she's going to get to lay out the conditions. What are the conditions? That she doesn't have to be under oath? That she doesn't have to answer who's paid her, or whether or not she's been paid, or how that letter got to Feinstein in the first place? She supposedly waits 30-something years to come forth, and she decides to go to the ranking member of the Judiciary Committee? That doesn't make sense. There's a whole lot of unanswered questions. Supposedly, she's partnered up with the same coach who helped Anita Hill back in the day, and you know what? I'm glad because you know what? It didn't work for Anita Hill. It didn't work. Anita Hill's claims were not credible, and this woman's claims are not credible. So she's probably right now, she and her attorneys are probably trying to figure out, because this is what liberals do, 
It's all about discrimination of groups that they dislike so that they can gain power over people. Probably sitting around right now trying to to come up with conditions that they can use because they can never have a level playing field. They can never win an argument on its merits. It's always about silencing the opposition, beating people with a PC stick so that so that they they don't uh, and it, because they can't win an argument uh, on the points. They've got to diminish the person with whom they disagree. They've got to smear them personally. They've got to destroy you personally. And that's what's going on here. So she's trying to make sure that when they go to that hearing and she's sitting next to Kavanaugh, that his hands are tied behind his back and that she and that she's got the upper hand in that hearing. And Grassley is getting a lot of pats on the back from people who say that he's doing a good job here. But I don't think so. He should say we control the conditions here. And the conditions are you were coming here under oath. You were coming here expected to provide proof of your allegations. And if we determine that your allegations are incredible and that this is not, and we are going to want to know every step of the way, you will be asked about the background of this and how this came to this committee. And if we determine that your claim is not credible and that you, as one individual, attempted to thwart the United States Constitution and the will of the people with a false allegation, you will be charged. Grassley needs to lay out the terms because you know what? It's the terms for the people. And it is not fair of her or anybody else to continue to try to delay it. How fair is it from him? How much time has he spent in this confirmation process? How much time has he spent in his entire career to get himself to this point? Why is one individual being allowed to destroy the process and subvert the will of the people? We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to hear from America's sheriff, America's lawman. He's going to weigh in. Sheriff David Clark is going to weigh in on this Kavanaugh accuser. Can't wait to hear what he's got to say about it. But I also want to hear from you. So give us a call here, 888-344-1170. I would love to hear your predictions on what you think is going to happen here uh, with Kavanaugh, what's going to happen with her next week, as well as do you like a deep dish or thin? My prediction is she's not going to show up and he's going to be confirmed. That's a bold prediction, my friend. Much more bold than you like your crust kind of in the middle. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Don't go anywhere. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Why send your child or grandchild to a public school when they could go to one of San Diego's finest private schools for half price with AM 1170 The Answer's half price tuition program? The 2018 19 school year for half price. 
Log on to am1170theanswer.com or tap the AM 1170 mobile app for the complete list of schools. Then call us to enroll your child. 844-800-5757. These outstanding schools are going fast, so call now. 844-800-5757. 844-800-5757. You could win an Apple iPad Pro and an Apple Pencil simply by telling us how The Answer San Diego has made a direct and positive impact in your life. See, it's our wish that what you hear from us positively affects you and your family. Simply record a video message and share your story with us. And for sharing, you'll be eligible to win an Apple iPad Pro and an Apple Pencil. You have until October 23rd to share your story, so don't delay. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Keyword story for all the details. TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Keyword story. A report just came out saying we have the lowest unemployment in years, in decades actually, and that right now we have more jobs than we have people to fill them. Now, most businesses credit the tax cuts from last December for giving them the ability to hire more people. So what did Nancy Pelosi say about that? And I quote, hip, hip, hooray. Unemployment is down. What does that mean to me and my life? Well, can somebody so clueless actually be allowed to gain control of leadership in Congress again? Now, if she does, she says she's going to reverse the tax cuts that have put more money in your pocket, gotten you a job maybe, or given you the ability to invest your money in your future. You have to let Congress know they can't let the Democrats stop the economic progress we're making right now. Go to taxcutswork.com and send a letter to Congress telling them to make these tax cuts permanent. Nearly 20,000 people have signed and emailed their letter to Congress. And around 3,000 people have shared their stories about what they're doing with their tax cuts. Share your story at taxcutswork.com. That's taxcutswork.com. Hey guys, Ken here from the Business Accelerator podcast, Today's Growth. If you had to choose a vehicle to take you up the rocky side of a mountain, would you choose a Ferrari or a Jeep? The Ferrari's faster, cooler, maybe even sexier, but if you have to get to the top, the Jeep's a better bet. I think we can agree getting to the top is not about the driver, it's the vehicle. Have you noticed people often pick their financial vehicle like they pick their cars? Washington Post shared that only one out of four people choose a job that uses their college degree. Why? Simple. Something more immediate, maybe cooler, maybe even sexier came along first. Shouldn't the main deciding factors for revenue generation be production or output? Should the cool factor have any weight in choosing someone's income? If getting to the top of the financial mountain is mission critical for you, why not add a few Jeeps to your garage? Could your household or business use an additional revenue model that makes it to the top every time? If so, you have to see the Jeeps lined up at IncomeStore.com. That's IncomeStore.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Hi, Sheriff Clark. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Thanks. How are you doing? Well, I'm good, and I'm always uh, glad to have you here because you are really the voice of reason in terms of the rule of law. And Americans are so upset right now, conservatives, even independents, the, the, the Democrats that President Trump drew in when he won the election and, and tore down that blue wall because what we see happening with the left from a variety of different fronts is they're wanting to destroy the rule of law in this country for power. This is what's going on with the Mueller investigation. We see that that's what's going on with this Me Too movement and the attempt to make all men guilty until proven innocent for power, like the railroading that's being done 
against Justice Kavanaugh. And then, of course, what they continue to try to do involving our immigration system, which one is, was one of the key. All of that was really the rule, restoration of the rule of law and putting America first was really at the heart for why, including uh, Supreme Court, why President Trump was elected. And as we go into the midterms, we're 50 days away from the midterms. I, I'm so glad you're here to remind Americans why this is so important. The left wants to destroy the rule of law. They want to abolish ICE. They want open borders. And we need to stop this, correct? Oh, without a doubt. And besides trampling on the rule of law, they're trying to destroy the Constitution and destroy the U.S. government. Look, we all know that President Trump was duly elected by the Constitution. He got he got more electoral votes. It was almost a landslide. He had over 300 electoral votes. And there's this uh, movement, deep states involved, the Democrat Party, uh, this resistance movement to undo this election, to undermine this president, not just engage in political discourse, but to literally uh, delegitimize uh, this presidency. And this is a very dangerous step toward uh, anarchy. And, you know, to watch what's going on in the Senate confirmation hearing, the Senate Judiciary Committee, which is part of the the constitutional process, by the way. First, the Democrats tried to stop the meeting from even being held, disrupted it. That's not acceptable political behavior uh, in in, in this discourse. And this public flogging of a very good man, Brett Kavanaugh, a good husband, a good father. He has two daughters. To see him tarred and feathered, dragged through the slime of Washington, D.C., as as a rite of passage to the United States Supreme Court, according to the Democrats, is really a shame. This is a political ambush uh, by the Democrats. It's 11th hour stuff. It's a political hit job, like I said, on a good man and on the process. So it's good to see that the GOP on the uh, Senate Judiciary Committee has uh, grown a backbone and is pushing back a little bit and just moving ahead with uh, with the process. But this woman, these are unserious accusations. These are vague allegations of a very serious charge, sexual assault. And for her to come along 36 years later, for heaven's sakes, and, and try to press this with no memory, there's no evidence, there's no way to recreate the scene. They know this. She knows this. So you can make this smear, and, and if you're you're uh, Brett Kavanaugh, how do you defend yourself against this? He's not going to have somebody, if she shows up Monday, it's yet to be determined, but she he's not going to have anybody on his side cross-examining her, poking holes in her allegations, questioning her motives like a defense attorney would do. Now, I realize this isn't a court of law, but there's due process that attaches to this, and there's not a male member, a GOP member on the Senate Judiciary Committee who's going to aggressively go after her like they should on behalf mm-hmm. of uh, to defend Brett Kavanaugh. It's just not going to happen. So she'll come in there if she does and lay this thing out and all Brett Kavanaugh can do is deny it. And this cloud of suspicion will forever hang over his head. Well, yeah. And uh, there, there's so much involved here. What, first of all, I don't think that, I think that the reason why she's not wanting to come to the hearings is because she never expected she was going to, this was an Antifa style attack. She, you know, thought she was going to drop a bomb with a mask over her head from behind the scenes and blow it all up and run off. Diane Feinstein was acting like she was struck and Paige passing forth a, a steel dossier with this letter. It's all about the deep state trying to, uh, uh, to trying to destroy 
destroy the Constitution and a, and a free and fairly elected President Trump's right to nominate somebody and, and put people onto the Supreme Court, which was one of the main reasons why he was elected. Mm-hmm. On top of it, what you know, to have us now be a country, what one of the things that separates us so much from the rest of the world, Sheriff Clark, and you know this better than most, is our justice system, while imperfect – it sets us apart from the rest of the world and that we are considered innocent until proven guilty. And we must keep that standard. And for anybody to push for fa- for men now to be considered guilty until proven innocent, every man out there should be scared to death for that to become the new standard. And particularly for it to be considered the fact that a woman can intentionally let out, let the statute of limitations run out. Then she gets to the presumption of, you know, that, that her accusation is automatically accepted as fact. She gets to to destroy a man's life, that should scare everybody. And I really am upset, Sheriff Clark, when I see people, high-profile people saying that, that if a few men get end up in jail as innocent or, or lose their careers when they're innocent, that's acceptable on behalf of women. I reminded my listeners last night about the Innocent Project, and they have on their website, I think, 278 cases of men, mostly men of color, Sheriff Clark, who have spent, on average, 14 and 15 years in prison for crimes they didn't commit. Sure. And and men have to stand up for themselves, and they have to begin to push back. I know it's intimidating to say anything against this Me Too movement, but I started it the other day on, in several tweets I put out. I'm tired of people coming along and saying sexual assault victims, uh, sexual assault victims, women uh, uh, deserve to be believed and, you know, deserve to be heard. And I said, no, 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 no. Credible ones do. And the first thing I'd ask, if a woman is screaming rape, I'm looking for evidence. Where's the evidence? No accuser in this country, and you just touched on it, no accuser gets a blanket acceptance of their word without evidence. And then not just in a court of law, but in a court of public opinion, for heaven's sake. This man, like I said, he's had his reputation trashed, shredded. He'll never get it back regardless of whether he's seated on the Supreme Court. I still think he will be, but he'll never get his reputation back. You look at Clarence Thomas. He's the signature case. I think it started with Robert Bork, but he wasn't accused of sexual impropriety, just some some other things by Ted Kennedy. But with Clarence Thomas, every story written about Clarence Thomas today, and I realize this is the liberal media doing it, it always contains some Mm -hmm. segment in that story, no matter what, it could be an opinion he rendered. And in that story will be Thomas was accused of, sexual harassment back and blah, blah, blah. And this is the burden, the albatross yes. that Brett Kavanaugh will carry around for the rest of his life. And I think this is disgusting. And and his wife and his daughters will carry this around. And every man out there listening, you're right, men need to speak up and they need to be courageous enough and not allow themselves to be bullied into submission with this latest uh, uh, identity politics PC stick because you will never you you will never get over the stain of it and the taint of it. And we, we must stop this movement from happening in this country and what's being done to men. His wife and his two daughters will never recover from it as well. Just like Clarence Thomas's wife has been, she as well has been maligned and personally destroyed. And, and one of the things that was, was uh, I think they went after the wrong man here because Kavanaugh's not going to, to cave. No, he's not going to have an opportunity to um, uh, 
treat her like it's a court of law, but he will look. She does not want to have to sit next to a man. If anybody watched those nomination uh, hearings, what was the one theme about him, Sheriff Clark, with it? This was a man who loved and respected women from him coaching girls basketball to all the women that came forth, even far left liberal uh, attorneys who spoke on behalf of him for them to go after this man. I think they chose the wrong one. I think they uh, the, the wrong man to go after. But every man listening needs to realize that this could happen to him. Who else? I mean, if they can go back 36 years, Sheriff Clark, what other man? In fact, one of the things that I'm concerned about this is that other men watching, I was thinking on the way in today, how many other men are on that Supreme Court nominee list that are going, you know what? Who, who are they going to drag up from my high school and my college days? I might need to remove my name from the list. This has such a, an ability to terrorize the men in this country that we really need to push back against it. it this is the Andrea K. Show, and I'm talking to America's Sheriff, Sheriff David Clark. Um, but there's another aspect that I want to talk about in the rule of law, because while we've got these lefties pre- pretending that they care so much about women, they are continuing to argue for open borders, sanctuary cities, sanctuary states, the abolishment of... Of ice not weeks after Molly Tibbetts' body was dumped into a cornfield by an illegal. And also, they're trying to normalize and mainstream criminal behavior. Things that were that were considered and are considered criminal acts, uh, they're trying to just wipe away. But you know, there's another aspect going back to this um, this accusation thing. It's funny that the Democrats didn't have this attitude when the the accuser was uh, Juanita Broderick, when the accuser was Kathleen Willey. All of a sudden. You know, they were a bunch of tramps. You remember uh, uh, Mrs. Bill Clinton was calling these women tramps. Bimbos. So you look at that stuff. And then, you know what, there's a case, there's a modern case today, and it's this uh, Keith Ellison one. His former girlfriend, who has proof. Remember I said when you make a serious accusation, and domestic violence is a very serious accusation against somebody, uh, mostly perpetrated by men, and the data shows that. But she has medical records that she was treated for some of these injuries. She has come forth, and the Democrat Party has kicked her to the curb, said, get out of here. We're not interested in what you have to say because you're making this accusation about our wonder boy, Keith Ellison. And so you look at the hypocrisy. You look at the double standard that they use. But you know what, Andrea, all of America's watching. Mm -hmm. All of America knows, even the hardcore Democrats know, that this is a crap show right now. This is not fair. This is not right. And it's going to turn a lot of independence stomachs uh, off to this, this sort of uh, behavior. Absolutely, because it, it, I'm glad you brought up the Keith Ellison story, because in addition to medical records, there was 911 calls, as well as a previous ex-girlfriend who said that she got rid of Keith Ellison because he was abusive to her. On top of the fact that there were text messages that her son that her son intervened and put uh, that, that he saw on her phone, and I think he screenshotted it and put it out there, basically admissions on the part sure. of Keith Ellison. So the hypocrisy and the double standard here, there's so many reasons why this woman's story does not pass the smell test. I was initially concerned that Grassley and others were bending over backwards for her to make things easier for her to come testify. But Americans are seeing all that. They're seeing the hypocrisy of the double standards that you've talked about. Women who accuse Democrats are, are treated like are destroyed and considered bimbo eruptions and ignored. Keith Ellison's accuser was, you know, threatened with retribution. And then on top of it, we're seeing the fact uh, that this Me Too movement has gone too far with considering all men to be guilty until proven innocent. And this woman's credibility doesn't doesn't pass the smell test, as well as the fact that if she felt so threatened by him, she never went to the proper authorities. She never placed a 911 call. She never went to the DA's office. No, she went to Diane Feinstein.
Because isn't that where women go to when they've been raped or assaulted? Diane Feinstein, I got to wrap it up. Final thoughts, Sheriff Clark. Well, you know, that's why uh, Grassley needs to put an end to this stuff. I'm glad he put a deadline on it, a hard deadline. Um, You don't have to wait to see if if she shows up or not. But even if she does, just because she shows up and, uh, you know, before the public lays lays them out, doesn't mean it happened. Something may have happened to her, but I don't think it was Brett Kavanaugh. I think you're right. I think that I think it's possible that something happened to her and she's uh, and, and it's not, and she wouldn't be the first woman who had something happen to her and named the wrong person for a variety of reasons. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, to me. Uh, you know, it, it's evidence of innocence. If for Brett Kavanaugh to want to come before Congress and immediately he, he issued denials, the other the other man, judge who was supposedly in the room, said it didn't happen. He said immediately, I'll meet her anytime, anywhere, anyhow, and, and we can hash this out. And she's not willing to come forward because I don't believe she ever, ever expected to come forward. That was never part of the game plan. What we, what would the game plan was supposed to be in the agenda was he was supposed to just on the basis of the accusation. He was supposed to Herman Cain it and, and run because that's what what Herman Cain did. And um, and it was supposed to have everything. Everybody run from him like happened with Roy Moore. He was toxic and everybody ran from Roy Moore and he lost. So it'll be interesting to see what yeah, happens. It works. Yes, it typically works. It works and I don't think it's going to work this time. Well, I hope not. And, I, and Judge Kavanaugh has to stand tall. It's stand tall for himself, his family, his reputation, but also for America. Absolutely. Sheriff David Clark, thank you so much for being here as always. It's always my pleasure, Andrew. Bye-bye now. All right. So, you know, Sheriff Clark is just as concerned as the rest of us as what's happening uh, with the rule of law here in this country. So uh, she's got until tomorrow morning. Uh, no, actually, she I guess that deadline's gone and passed. Right. She had till tomorrow morning. And now she says to, to give her questionnaire over. I don't know. We'll see. Tomorrow's another day. There's going to be more information on that happening. We're going to shift gears. When we come back from the break because uh, there's other stuff happening. Did you guys know that it looks as though the FBI might have been in-running the situation cooking the books? We're going to talk about that. Bob Walters is going to be here with an explosive story. We have been doing these education segments for a while, but I did not know some of what's going on in the schools. It involves indoctrinating our children and them marching. Wait till you guys get a load of that. And then later on in the show, we've got a news you can use story that involves your pets and your fur babies. So stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. 
I've gathered you all here today because The Answer San Diego is now on AM 1170 and 96.1 FM, and I gotta make room on my presets. Hey, Classic Rock Station, why should I keep you? You don't buy new music anymore. You need me to remind you of how cool you were back in high school. You're right. Country Station, what about you? Admittedly, all my songs do sound the same, but that's what makes me perfect for background music. Public Radio, what do you got? Uh, do you remember when you gave me $50 in exchange for that tote bag? Yeah, the bottom dropped out of that bag right in the grocery store parking lot. Look, if you need a new tote bag, we've actually got a fundraiser coming up next week. You had a fundraiser last week. What if I told you I now have coffee mugs? I think we can all agree who's out. All right. Giddy up. The Answer San Diego is now on FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. Late in the summer of 1982, President Ronald Reagan had a lot on his mind. He faced challenges at home and around the world. But on this August day, the 40th President of the United States had something even more pressing on his mind. His father-in-law, Dr. Loyal Davis, was dying, and Dr. Davis was an avowed atheist. President Reagan wrote an incredible letter that day to his father-in-law, pleading with him to trust Christ. He told his father-in-law that Jesus is the very Son of God, writing, Either he was who he said he was, or he was the greatest faker and charlatan who ever lived. President Reagan went on to cite John 3.16 in his plea to his father-in-law. Karen Tumulty of the Washington Post recently came across the letter while conducting research at the Reagan Library. It is one of the most remarkable presidential documents of modern times. I'm Albert Moeller. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree offered on its most beautiful campus. Don't you wish you could choose your own monthly mortgage payments? If you're 62 years or older and have sufficient equity or own your home free and clear, a reverse mortgage loan may be the most powerful tool for your financial planning. With your current mortgage, in case of any emergencies or business opportunities, you may not be in the best financial position to make a move. With a reverse mortgage, eliminate your mortgage payments and receive cash or a large line of credit. With a bigger down payment, you can even purchase a home with a reverse mortgage, which is much easier to qualify for since there are no mortgage payments. Sometimes you can even qualify with just your social security income. To learn more, visit our website at aramco.biz where you can ask questions, request more information, or sign up for our next workshop. Call Aramco at 866-600-1130. That's 866-600-1130 or visit aramco.biz. Aramco. Purchase, refinance, reverse. GRE 01853626 NMLS 27716. Not all borrowers qualify. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. That's a little nod to a little beach music from my guy Bob Walters. I think Bob likes the beach men. Welcome back to the show, Bob. It's the beach men you like, right? Yeah, I'm a surfer. Yeah, you're a surfer. <laughs> <laughs> but are you a pizza lover? Did you know that today is, I think it's National or International Pepperoni Pizza Day? Oh, no, I didn't know that. You didn't know that. But do you like do you like yours deep dish or, or thin crust? Thin crust. Yeah, I'm a thin crust person. I'm actually aggravated. Somebody needs to tell me these things in advance because I actually had pepperoni pizza last night. So I don't feel like eating it again tonight. But normally normally I like to participate in these days. The other day, I think yesterday or the day before, it was National Cheeseburger Day. So I had to go to In-N-Out and uh, get me a cheeseburger there. So 
Uh, okay, so Bob, I don't know if I told you much about uh, this uh, Eagle Conference that I went to this uh, St. Louis this past weekend. I was honored to be invited to the Phyllis Schlafly Eagle uh, Forum. The Phyllis Schlafly had the Eagles. And, great organization. Uh, great yes. organization. And so I was invited to go to their annual summit this last weekend. And I met so many amazing people there from Sheriff Joe Arpaio to General Michael Flynn, um, Jack Persobic from One America News, and just uh, amazing people. Uh, the, one of the highlights of the weekend for many people was Charlie Kirk from Turning Point, and he has, is, has a grassroots organization across college campuses. A lot of people know who he is. My goddaughter worked for him for three years. And he has been educating people about what's going on in our college campuses across the board the entire weekend. I can't tell you that the theme, there was so many different topics discussed from immigration to, you know, abortion. But really, almost every conversation I had was about our education system and the issues that are going on there and the indoctrination from preschool all the way up through the colleges. And I got to tell you, Bob, you were ahead of this before anybody else was talking about this, before Charlie Kirk started his turning point, before other people were talking about school indoctrination and issues. You were really at the fore of it. And I just got to tell you, and I told everybody about you, I should have had you go out there and meet me uh, last weekend and, and, and had you out there in front of everybody. But I told everybody about it. And, and I've told them about you, about the efforts that you're making, your book, Facing Reality in American Education, and, and just hat tip to you, Bob for making people aware of what's going on out there in our schools. Well, thank you. Uh, The latest that I didn't know about is that now here we have been doing these segments and Bob has been uh, working with me to educate everybody on the the sex, sex education curriculums that they've been doing indoctrinating five-year-olds going to them to try to push them into transgenderism we've had that going on we've talked about the indoctrination in terms of removing history from our society uh, from our classrooms and teaching this anti-americanism but you made me aware of something that's been going on across the board that I had no idea of that we have had kindergartners all the way up getting involved and being being drafted as part of the Black Lives Matter movement? Yeah, it's really part of a national effort. The uh, National Education Association, which has 3 million education leaders as members, passed a resolution earlier this year that recognizes Black Lives Matter during the Black History Month. So what used to be a, a decent review of black history now is a focus on Black Lives Matter as a phony civil rights organization focusing on, quote, white supremacy culture and how to overcome it. And it's just really pathetic what what they're doing in so many of these school districts now. Well, it is. And that's shocking to me because I didn't know. I I, I think I might have heard and we might have heard just in the last few years after the Ferguson thing that, that this was coming up in schools. But I didn't know how prevalent this was in our education system. The entire Black Lives Matter movement was predicated on a lie. That was that was perpetuated by the president of the United States. There was no hands up, don't shoot. It is a lie to to be telling any Americans that, you know, black kids have a target on their back like Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin was holding George Zimmerman, banging George Zimmerman's head into the concrete, according to witnesses. I, I, I think George Zimmerman was was, you know, an out of control Barney Fife, who probably should have never been in a neighborhood watch. But Trayvon Martin, like Michael Brown, contributed to his own death. We, 
what we have is police officers being gunned down, in, in, like we saw six cops in Dallas being gunned down. So this is all a lie, like everything else in terms of this anti-American movement. And it's meant to indoctrinate kids into hating this country, into hating themselves for being white, into feeling uh, ashamed of this country, and to allow themselves to be suppressed. And, and, and parents probably have no idea that this is being taught to their kids, to their kindergartners. I agree. And in fact, in Rochester schools this uh, couple of months ago, they had a, a, a big celebration for the Black Lives Matter. And they, they said people of color are not treated equally by our society. So they want to treat them like victims, I guess, and, and speed that thought. But they, they pointed out falsely that it's especially important to highlight the value of Black Lives Matter in a society where history involves century of slavery and the denial of civil rights to black citizens the impacts of which continue to this day in a democratic false society. It's just the indoctrination you're giving kids is to hate democracy, hate capitalism, and hate police. And to hate America. Or any kind of authority. Right. And, and, and the end game is that if they can teach kids to hate this country, teach kids to hate the police, what was Obama's end game with the police department? If, they could, if he could convince America that all these different uh, police departments were, had systemic racism, then, then he could get people to think that we needed the federal government to take over. The law enforcement, everything is about ultimately transforming us from, from a constitutional republic to a Marxist society for control. And we... And and unfortunately, if we don't get a grip on this and we don't, as, as American citizens don't take our schools back from this stuff, we're going to have more and more and more generations come out demanding that. We now have a large percentage of millennials who are arguing on behalf of, we, of socialism. We've got how many people now? Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who won in New York, is not an anomaly. The guy running for governor in Florida is as far left Marxist as she is. And last I heard... He's up six points over the Republican, and and we would not be here right now if we did not have the left take over our school systems and take history out, take anything positive about, about America out, and raise generations of kids to hate this country, to uh, to to um, think that uh, that I have to tread carefully here, but uh, you know the whole uh, white privilege. Yeah, the, the whole white privilege yeah. thing. You know what I'm saying here. We're the cause of all these problems that the blacks have rather than try to help the blacks focus on themselves to get themselves better educated and stop the crime in their communities. And it's just pathetic. But they're doing it all over. St. Louis had a big demonstration with a number of kids running out of the high school. They threw up a, 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 a a huge demonstration in front of the St. Louis Police Department demanding that the police be castigated for killing black uh, lives in the city and and police brutality. What a lesson to give to the junior high and high school kids. It's it's really pathetic. Well, yeah, it's it's the the message is that it's not about individual responsibility. I mean, what's the end game here that that if an African American commits a crime that that they shouldn't ever be or um, like Michael Brown, you rush a police officer, and I guess if you're of color, you get to get away with it. I mean, what's the end game here? 
You know, it does it, know. It, it doesn't make sense. And what's happened is immediately after Ferguson, we had police officers scared to actually do their jobs. They're scared, you know, to chase down bad guys because they don't want to be falsely accused. I mean, they're put in an untenable situation and it makes us all less safe in this country. We've got we've got a situation to where the left is pushing that they're dividing us into these these different identity groups, telling everybody that they're victims. Of course, they're victims of America and conservatives and white people. And if they can foment anger and rage and resentment, that then they will argue on behalf of government control without any idea as the end game here. And we're but then because we're not teaching in our schools that the end game that what the left wants is destructive and it's Venezuela and people are chasing dogs down in the street. As so many Americans, these millennials have no idea what they're arguing for, Bob. And I agree, and, and it's, it's really a shame where we're headed. I hope we can rise up and do something to stop it before it gets totally beyond us, and these young people become the majority vote. Uh, in the country, and then we're really lost. Well, what's interesting is about this, and then I'll let you go, is we've the NFL is continuing to take a huge hit in this country in terms of viewers. Ratings are down. Stadiums are empty. And why? Because of the kneeling going on at the National Anthem, which is primarily about, while most of the players can't argue what it's about, it's really about Black Lives Matter. That's why Kaepernick started it. This whole, all these players acting as though black people are being gunned down in the streets and, and all of this negative... Uh, stuff going on and the american people don't want to hear it they don't know that this is being taught to these kids in schools that's why this is so important all you americans out there that don't want to watch an nfl game because of this stuff how many of you have kids in schools being taught that very message how many of your uh, listeners out there right now don't know that you've got you've got a colin kaepernick in the making because they're being taught that in the schools right now yeah, and there's an awful lot of schools now that have stopped saying the Pledge of Allegiance at the beginning of each day for fear of offending somebody in the school who doesn't think uh, the Pledge of Allegiance is a suitable comment about loyalty to the country. That's right. Just, where do we end? Well, <laughs> you know, Americans need to stand up and they need to, we need to take our schools back is what we, we need do. to do. Americans need to get involved. They need to go to school meeting, uh, school board meetings. They need to pay attention. You know, I, I, I know a friend of mine was telling me that some other friend of hers was bragging that they don't have to get involved with their kids doing homework. Their kids do it on their own. And I thought, well, how... How insane is that? Oh, because your kid's doing his schoolwork without you having to step over him? You just think it's, it's okay to have no ideas to what your kid's being taught? Are you kidding me? Wake up. Wake up, people, and pay attention to what's being taught to your kids in schools. Because you know what? It affects every one of us. And God bless you again. Thank you, Bob Walters. His book is Facing Reality in American Education. Everybody needs to get a copy of it. The link to it is on our, uh, my landing page on the website, theanswersandiego.com. Thank you, Bob. You're welcome. All right. Before we go to break, I want to go to the call. We've got a caller, Marcy, who has a question about Judge Kavanaugh, and she's waiting patiently. Hi, Marcy. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. What's on your um, mind? Okay. Um, I know how um, Senator Booker, he's been um, pushing for the delay of um, Judge Kavanaugh's uh, hearing, or he just he's against it, against him getting um appointed to the Supreme Court. Well, I was um, reading that he himself admitted to um, committing sexual assault when he was 15. So what I'd like to know, wouldn't that disqualify him from being a senator and running for president? Because he is planning on running in 2020, right? That's a great question, Marcy. And if he were a Republican, he would have already been dragged out of the Senate 
by uh, you know a big hook like they used to pull people off the stage back in bad vo- when they were doing bad vo- vaudeville acts back in the days of bad theater. No, see, mm-hmm. this is what's going on here, and what I, I was talking with Sheriff Clark about earlier. The American people are watching this. They are seeing that there's two sets of rules. There's two sets of laws. One for the elites in this country, like Hillary Clinton getting away with whatever she you know wants to do, and the rest of us are subject to the rule of law. And there's two sets of rules for Democrats and Republican office holders. You know, Cory Booker writes an article about groping a drunk high school girl is the, and, and, and brags about it basically about how he's become enlightened and he gets to vote on Kavanaugh? Marcy, that's a great point. He wouldn't be able to get that away is. with it if he was Republican. He would have already been pulled off of and, and he may actually have some repercussions because Al Franken, Al Franken had to resign because of the images of him groping somebody. Thank you, Marcy, right. for calling in. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. Did you guys know that the FBI, did you guys hear? Nobody's been talking about this because of this Kavanaugh thing. The FBI's been cooking the books, been doing an Enron. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney, Rod Hatley, is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. The NFL on The Answer. Steelers. Buccaneers, Monday at 4.30. In America, someone coming from nothing really can create unlimited success for themselves and their family. Larry Elder, the sage from South Central here with my friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows, a true American success story. Aaron, I've recommended you to my friends, and they are so happy with the work you've done. Thank you, Larry. That really means a lot. We all know Larry is one of the smartest and most discerning people. So if you are selecting windows and doors, listen to Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe Windows. We'll do for you what we did for Larry's friend and family. For the best quality windows and doors made in America, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about 20% off your entire order and one-year interest-free financing. California Deluxe Windows, 888-NEW-WINDOWS. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. He will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips, and we wouldn't crack one. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply. Message and data rates may apply. Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text WATER11 to 443443 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. Get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. To see how much you can save, plus get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443443. 
With a huge range of brand name filters available, Filters Fast is America's number one online filtration company. And you can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price, delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? To see how much you can save and get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443443. That's W-A-T-E-R-1-1 to 443443. HelpWantedSanDiego.com salutes the employee of the month, the one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Dave, why have you been shredding for hours? The boss said we should cut costs, Mr. Employee of the Month. How does this cut costs? These are the expense reports for the whole year. You shredded them all? Thanks to me, our expenses this year are zero. If you don't mind hiring Dave's, go to the National Job Boards. They may be free, but trust us, they'll cost you. We make it easy to post a job, and it's local, so you won't get spammed by faraway job seekers. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Local jobs that work. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Salutes the employee of the month. The one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Dave, are you stealing from the vending machine? No, Mr. Employee of the Month. Well, your desk is littered with, like, hundreds of snacks. I merely exposed a loophole by reaching my arm through the flap thingy. Does that sound like stealing to you? Yes. Granola bar? If you don't mind hiring Dave's, go to the National Job Boards. They may be free, but trust us, they'll cost you. We make it easy to post a job, and it's local, so you won't get spammed by faraway job seekers. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Local jobs that work. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Wrapping up tonight's show on this Friday Eve. Um, so Sarah Carter is reporting that uh, she has heard from reputable sources, and she's been correct so far in everything that she's reported. You know, if only we had more people doing actual investigative reporting on what's going on in the FBI, we'd actually have more answers. But she is reporting that the FBI has kept two series of documents, two sets of records for the FISA docs, one uh, for the public and one for their own internal, kind of like an Enron situation going on. They need to declassify the Trump docs as President Trump wanted. We'll be right back here tomorrow night. Thank you, guys. Love you all. Have a great night. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.